Thunderbolt Strange. Welcome to the Thunderbolt Strength Podcast. This is Bryant Hankins, and I have my co-host Molly. Happy New Year, Bryant. And Kevin. Hey, Bryant. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Welcome to season two. Uh, this today we will be talking about the open and New Year's resolutions, everyone's favorite topics. So, welcome to the show. Hey, did you have any New Year's resolutions, Bryant? I did. I, I for those that know me, I like to plan everything out in detail, so I have all kinds of. Resolutions for gym stuff, resolutions for life stuff. I, I could spend the whole podcast talking about my goals and resolutions and my month-by-month plan. So I won't do that. But uh, a teaser for me, it's it's getting confident in CrossFit workouts again and tennis as well. I had a couple injuries last year and the year before. So I just am not at a point where I feel like I can really, where I'm comfortable just like going for it in a workout, redlining and that kind of thing. And I think I've started getting the weight back and get, getting closer to RX for stuff. And for me, it's just getting the confidence back and working out. And that's a big goal for me this year. You're going to rise like a phoenix. Yes, I will rise from the ashes. <laughs> that's good. How about, about you guys? Well, what about Kevin? Got any uh, resolutions? I'm not, I'm not really a big resolution guy. But I'd say right now the goal kind of leading into the open is uh, nutrition. So mainly the Fumigali method, which is quality first everything else will follow naturally i so, like that yeah before I, I was i'd be a little too focused on um kind of the different specific strategies like macros or uh intermittent fasting stuff like that which i like trying that stuff out and seeing how your body reacts but like the simplified just eat quality quantity will work itself out lots That's, of veggies yeah. yeah yeah i like her whole thing about you can't overeat veggies i never yeah. someone say that that way before but it's, it's cool. Yeah. So I was doing a good job of that before the holidays. And then I kind of. Now you're overeating veggies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you in the nutrition challenge? Yeah. So I'm really loving this nutrition challenge because it, there's such a big focus on the mindset aspect um, and things that are sustainable where a lot of nutrition challenges are not at our gym, of course, but out in the general public, those nutrition challenges are so extreme that people make these huge changes that are never sustainable. Um, and what I'm really liking is this is about kind of like real life, making changes that are sustainable and the mindset, like the clear up your social media one. Yeah. That's, that was huge for me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Her, the stuff she was talking about helped me out with the, I was always, and I think a lot of people are like this either on or off the wagon and it's kind of like if you eat something if you set a strict rule and then you eat something that you feel guilty about you're like well i'm off the wagon yep, might yeah, as well that's it. yeah so kind of that like i don't know i just think about her being like if you want a cookie <laughs> just have a cookie, cookie. yeah <laughs> don't get upset about it yeah yeah don't feel bad about it right like in, in incorporating that one cookie just into your regular eating and don't let it throw you off yeah yeah so it's, it's almost like don't beat yourself up you know right have the cookie and then move on and get back to your plan and because i think you can sort of like uh torture yourself too much for like one little yeah quote-unquote mistake you and know pe- i mean people are generally too harsh on themselves period yeah especially for people struggling with diet i think yeah i feel like that's one of the primary problems yeah trying to get all of us out of that perfectionist mindset yes. yeah 
Brian. Growth. Yes, Growth. I know. It's it's a struggle. And not that anybody here is a perfectionist. Yes, it's Bryant. true. I've gotten be- I'm getting better. I have a little uh, like eight steps of not being a perfectionist on our bathroom mirror that I, you know, I kind of wake up and see, and that's helping me. I, I would recite. I don't have them memorized though, so I can't like recite them on this podcast. Maybe I'll we'll put them in the show notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, that kind of relates um, to the New Year's resolution thing, I think. Because it goes along with the idea of a challenge. I think a lot of people set resolutions that are either unrealistic or extreme or sort of like we were talking about, it's on or it's off, mm-hmm. as opposed to yeah. goals that are realistic, goals that are um, progressive, Yeah. Um, where you take steps. Or trying to do too much too soon. There's a, I don't know, I can't remember if it's a Bill Gates quote or what, but it's people overestimate what they can do in a week and underestimate what they can do in a year. It's like... Mm you're often they expect too much in too short of a time but if they just commit to something over a longer term you'd be amazed at like what you can do yeah a jug fills a drop at a time yes Uh, yeah that's very true so uh do you have any tips for people that want to set a resolution like let's say they want to get back into the gym yeah so a lot of the things they say for this kind of thing is Willpower is not great, so you try to set up your environment such that it will push you into doing the right thing. So, you know, some of the classic ones are if you're working out in the morning, you set your clothes out the night before or you sleep in your clothes that you're going to be working out in. And then you literally just have to get up and go, you know, so that it's it's just super easy. And, you know, so you set up your environment a certain way and then you also try to surround yourself with people that are also doing that same thing because the way our brains work it's like what is my community doing and if it's important to them it's important to me so like you want to get in shape you want to start hanging out with people that are in shape or that it's important to them to get into shape so you're kind of all working together toward this and we have some of that that's like built into crossfit already but it's probably a little bit of what michelle was talking about with refining your social feed so that like you're with you're surrounding yourself with uh, supportive people and kind of the, the walking the same path with you. Yeah, I, I noticed it with, so they have the, um, the Thunderbolt book club, right? So people want to read more, so it's harder to do it on their own, but if they do it with a group, then they have one book they're all working toward. They can talk about it. Yeah. I feel like this is the success of CrossFit is it's that group accountability. Yeah, totally. Um, what are some things for you, Kevin, when you're trying to start a new habit or, uh, a new resolution that kind of helps you stick with it. Maybe I know you don't do new year's resolutions, but yeah. Um, I mean, I like, I like the longer term goals. Like that's, I like our 2019 goal board. Cause mm-hmm. that's kind of like, it's a lower trajectory, but longer as opposed, I feel like when people make a new year's resolution, they're in their mind, they're like, this has a 30 day expiration date. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard it said somewhere too, that if you, um, sometimes if you state a goal out loud, um, I'm sure that this isn't across the board, but sometimes the act of stating it makes you feel like you've already accomplished it and you already did the I've work. I've heard that study yeah. too. It's yeah. a weird balance though because there's a lot of things that'll say, well, you, you want to have specific goals and you want to like be thinking about them all the time. But I have also heard that like just by putting stating it, you're kind of like feeling like, oh, I kind of got there already. And Yeah. I know. don't need to worry about it yeah. anymore. I think the mental side of this though is definitely underrated and it's sort of like the mental diet and coming back to like what like using instagram feed as a example of that but the there's so much more information now than there used to be yeah and so you kind of have to control that mental diet a little bit because everybody wants a part of your attention i mean think about advertisements yeah and it's like everybody's trying to get something from you 
I think controlling that is important. Right. And you could just spend all your time sort of consuming the fast food of information. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. I just, and I made yeah. that up on the spur of the moment here. One thing for me of <laughs> uh, the uh, Instagram feed, um, which again, I love that challenge from Michelle about cleaning it up. Um, there's someone, and, and it happens to be a friend of mine and nobody that goes to this gym, um, but this particular person loves to show photos of her six-pack. And it's all about her six-pack and like how she had kids and she has a six-pack again. And like that's cool for her, but I personally don't think of a six-pack as a goal. I don't think it's a sign of fitness, and I don't think it's a sign of health necessarily. It can be, but it isn't necessarily... All it means is you have a low body fat percentage. It doesn't mean that that, it's not a goal for me. Let me yeah. just say that again. So to every time I see what she posts, it irritates me. I'm like, why are you posting this? You know, there's other new moms that are going to think that this is a sign of fitness and it's not. So, uh, you know, cleaning that up. So remove that little irritation every time I see it. Yeah. And then there's the part of like, it's almost like, well, why am I letting this person affect my mood today? Like, totally. Yeah. 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 Should be a non issue. Yeah. The mute function is really good for that. It's like if you have a friend that you don't necessarily want to unfollow, you know, you can mute on Instagram. It's great. Okay. I haven't found that on Instagram yet. Oh, it's I'll very show interesting. It to you. It's awesome. I know it's on Facebook that you can unfollow, but not unfriend. Yeah. You can just mute people so you don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So you can mute me. Oh, I like your goodness, post, I've Kevin. Been looking for that mute button. To <laughs> mute the Kevin. Oh wait. Whoops. <laughs> I heard everything. Um, I noticed in terms of the information diet, one thing I've done, which sounds weird because it sounds like I'm like taking myself out of the loop, but I don't watch or read any news for the most part. Like just standard, like you know, newspaper, TV news, and I get the Economist, and I just read that weekly, and that's like kind of how I stay up with my news. Because I feel like so much news is what's in your water, you know, what's killing you, or it's, yeah, it's, it's entertainment, basically. You know, it's very it's, negative. It's yeah, made to be controversial. Even stuff that's not what's in your water, political, whatever. It's just made to press your buttons, yeah. You know, and get you like fired up. And it's sort of like I just want to kind of know what's going on with the world. I don't need the the controversy, the drama part of it. And that's worked out really well for me. Yeah. Just to kind of check out of the news cycle. We got rid of cable just because when we moved, I was too lazy to call and set it up. <laughs> and we're not going back. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are I think a lot of, of people are going that way. Yeah. Well, that's kind of our um, New Year's resolutions. Well, it sounds wait, like... Oh, go ahead. Do you have one? Oh, oh yeah. You kind of yeah, conveniently yeah, yeah. skipped over that. I didn't mean to. Sorry. Sorry, guys. You just put everybody first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. You're always thinking about others. Oh, yeah. Um, so I do have some resolutions. Um, so one of my resolutions is progression. It's working on progressions, um, where my resolution is to do the progressions rather than the, the end result. So I've struggled with mus getting a muscle up for a long time, as anybody who knows me knows. Huge mental barrier, and that mental barrier and frustration keeps me from even working on it. So rather than setting a goal that's like, I'm going to get a muscle up this year, my goal is I'm going to be working on these progressions three times a week. So, yeah. that's so the, one of the training mindset instead of the yes, yeah. the growth mindset rather or, than the outcome. Or, yeah. or focusing on the <coughs> focusing and trusting the process. Yeah. Versus being obsessed with the outcome. Exactly. That's that's one of mine. So kind of on that same path as far as the training versus the competing every day for a specific outcome, um, kind of 
brings up the open a little bit. The open's coming, guys. So, so I love the open. <laughs> this is like the the Game of Thrones. Winter the is coming. coming. The yeah. open is coming. Um, you love parts of it and you hate parts of it. That's very true. Um, let's start with what I love. Yeah. I love the community aspect yes. of the open, and that is a time, and it's true across the CrossFit world. But I'm just going to focus on Thunderbolt because that's where we are. But everybody's coming into the gym. Everybody's doing the same workouts, and especially um, Thursday nights and Friday nights, everybody's coming together. I love that part of it. Everybody's cheering everybody on. Yeah, yeah. The Thursday really nights. That's like my favorite. Thing that is fun in CrossFit. Yeah. Builds the community for yeah. sure. The intensity. <laughs> it gets a little crazy on Thursday nights. Yeah. yeah. So that part's awesome. And like, <clears throat> I mean, cheering on your friends and like seeing people really kind of seeing the people who don't normally push the intensity yeah. go there is always cool. Um, it's fun to see people get a new skill. Um, yeah, a lot of times when people have been working their progressions and they're kind of ready and the open comes and all of a sudden they're getting that new pull up for the yeah. first time that's exciting it is cool so yeah. all that stuff is awesome um as a coach there's some things you're not a big fan of no so why don't you share yeah. what that is um let's start with um people doing workouts that they're not ready to do mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is let's say that there's a certain weight that's required for that workout you know whether it's 65 pounds or 95 pounds and this particular athlete is not ready or prepared to be doing that many reps at that weight safely. But they will push themselves just to be able to put a score in to say one rep. Or maybe it's more reps than that and that even gets a little scarier. Maybe they're doing 15 reps with really bad form um, because they wanna be able to put in a score of 15. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's one thing when somebody is strong enough and they've been working those progressions and all of a sudden, wow, they get that PR mm -hmm. in the open or they get that new skill. And it's another thing when somebody pushes themselves to a point that if it was, well, as a coach, I want to tell them not to do it because right. it's not yeah. safe. That's one thing I don't like. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure to whatever the RX is. It's like Even the scales, though. I yeah. mean, the RX, yes, there are a lot of people that push for that RX, but there's a weight requirement even for scaled. And for some athletes that may not be appropriate. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, and that's where in-house you can control it better and tell people, you know, we're not going to be worried about the score. Mm -hmm. Let's make this a good workout for you as an athlete. Yeah. So yeah. I like the, um, it, assuming it's done safely, I like having the competition mindset in its place. And so when you're doing an open workout, that is kind of the mindset of like, I'm competing for my best score and I might, I might do things a little differently than if I was just training. The thing I don't like about that is when people spend their entire week focused on that Friday workout. And then, I mean, for five weeks, they're not really training. Right. Yeah. They're just sort of living in that amped up. Their fitness yeah. is stagnant or even yeah. going down. Right. Because all they're focused on is that one yeah. workout. Yeah. Or so repeating that workout. Even yeah, worse. they're repeating the workouts. Yeah. Oh, we had a lot yeah. of that last year. A lot of that. <clears throat> I mean, it's one thing. There's certain circumstances where repeating a workout makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, in the past format, if you wanted to qualify for regionals, that could be a reason to repeat. Right, yeah. Where a few points might make a difference. Yeah. Um, or there was the one... Um, 
there was the one it was like seven minutes and i think it was snatch and bar muscle up so like that kind of thing where it's a seven seven minute workout mainly skill based i could see if you have like a bad muscle up day or something and you know you can get like several rounds better to go ahead and redo yeah. it but i mean last year we had a couple of people redoing some that they got one or two more reps oh, and that was the worst. It. So it's like you sold your soul on Friday and then again on Sunday yeah. and then the rest of the week you're, you're not really training very hard. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of gave it all you had for those two days and right. repeating those movements over and over too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. depending on the workout, you could really hurt yourself doing that. Yeah. For There's sure. There's heavy deadlifts involved or, um, I don't even know. Like if you tore your hands or, you know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like it in its place, you know, with a reasonable, a reasonable mindset. Because, I mean, those two reps, like, it's like, what is your goal here, you know? Yeah, and if you're, for most of us, our goal is not going to the games. Right. For most of us, we're just, like, regular people. Um, and so those one or two reps just don't matter yeah. in the grand scheme of things. <clears throat> what do you love about the Open, Kevin? I mean... Like you said, um, the community part, that's absolutely the best. And judging your friends and seeing people push themselves harder. And really, I mean, just having like 40 plus people in the gym and the excitement of the announcements are fun. It's always fun to guess what it's going to be. The throwdowns are awesome. Everybody always gets the thing that they don't want to do when they're going to be the ones throwing down. Um, But yeah, I like, I think there should be more focus generally on our week to week, uh, for some athletes, I feel like some people come in here and they compete every single day and they're every workout they're looking at like a game and not a training stimulus. It's like, well, how do I get the best possible thing here? Oh, well, wouldn't you get a better score if you just sort of not cheated it, but yeah, there's definitely, yeah. They you look at how to game it to get the right score and yeah, 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 exactly. As opposed to just, I'm, I'm here to train today so that later on i'm going to be better at these things when i do when it is time to compete yeah so yeah i've heard um and this is something i think about a lot so i'm a more of a pacing athlete mm. I've got that long run background yeah. um, i tend to pace and if any workout requires pace i'm probably going to do pretty well at it mm-hmm. but there is a time and a place for me to put that aside and say um i'm going to see what happens if i redline on the rower right now and maybe it means I won't go as fast on the next thing or right. whatever, but there's a time and a place for that just for the training stimulus. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I need to work on. Yeah. Not pacing everything. Yeah, or if you have a set of 50 wall balls to do, and if it was in a competition setting, you might be like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 10 drop, 10 drop, because you think that's your best possible way to do that. But it's like maybe today I'm trying to get more comfortable at holding on to that ball. So the f- when I get there, I'm just going to hold on as long as I can yeah. And, yeah. and see what happens. Try to do a big yeah. max unbroken yeah. set. So yeah. understanding this might not be best for my score and for the whiteboard, but this is going to be best for me as an athlete. I think that's very important. Absolutely. And not feel the stress like anyone cares what your score is going to be. And we shouldn't. No. Nobody should. Right. Um, and hopefully, I think as we grow as athletes, we're getting away from caring about the whiteboard yeah I, yeah I, I think it's definitely as you do crossfit longer you kind of realize that because you look back you're like okay well three years ago i was top of the whiteboard in this workout but it's sort of like nobody remembers nobody ca- it doesn't impact your life in any necessarily maybe that day it was like super exciting but it doesn't in the long term impact your life right it's like yeah. okay great so what you know i mean and i think that's a lot of things in general in life 
you you feel like what's that called the spotlight effect like everyone's looking at you and watching what you're doing but the reality is they're all living their own lives right, right. and so you got to kind of do what's right for you and not worry about what everyone else is what you think everyone else is thinking or doing yeah and you have you have to develop that gauge for what what is an impressive thing for you personally like yeah because whole beating your previous self kind of thing yeah or kind of whatever your goal is that day how did you do relative to what you're capable of just for yourself because you could have the exact same scores go to a gym with a ton of people fitter than you and be last totally or you true. could have the exact same stuff go yeah. to a different gym where everyone's brand new and feel like a hero yes but it's like you haven't done anything different. You're still right. the exact yes. same athlete. So I guess that's sort of the comparison thing. Yeah. And that reminds me of, um, as everybody who knows me knows, I have taken a break from competitions for a while. I was doing competitions and I got kind of burnt out. Yeah. Um, so I haven't done one in a while, but um, I have done a competition that I placed first in and I have done a competition where my partner and I placed last. We were dead last in the competition. And based on... Um, how I worked out and being proud of myself for how I did, I'm more proud of my performance in the dead last one. Not that I'm proud of being dead last, but in terms of the workouts and yeah. how I handled you know, the barbell and different things, I, I am way more proud of that last place finish. There must have been some very fit people there. There were a lot, <laughs> and it was, she and I are master's athletes, and it was an RX category, mm. and... and uh, you know, we're a little older than the other people there, but still, it was a, it was a good competition, and I was proud of how we did. The last place didn't matter. Yeah. What about the whole judging aspect? Is that I, I haven't had to judge athletes for it. So, is, for you guys doing that, is that stressful? Is that fun? Are you worried about oh, did I get that pull up right or that double under count right? How's that whole thing? judging like people coaches? are being judged? Um, well, I was talking about judging people. Oh, yeah, is that yeah. stressful for you guys? I don't think so. Um, Although, I mean, generally not. Yeah, I think sometimes people have a little bit of attitude about it. Yes. Um, that oh, does because happen. you're no repping people and that kind of thing, right? Is that what yeah. you mean? Yeah. Because I mean, I would say day to day, there's, it's like if somebody has sore knees a lot and they're squatting and it's not quite to depth. I mean, we're not gonna. Yeah. We're not gonna go force them. It's like we. We're always working on depth, but you're not going to stop someone mid-workout. Right. I mean, like, hey. Whereas for the open, when you're counting it for real, it's like they got to get the yeah, depth. You, yeah, you have to. And I think some people like that because they know that their score is legitimate and no one yeah. can really take that away. What about you for judging, Mo? I generally like the judging aspect of the open. I think it's fun. I feel like um, our members get excited about having their own person that's there with them, counting their reps, holding them to a standard. And even for our athletes that are not going to submit a score and aren't, you know, we know that they're not going to be able to squat below parallel, let's say. Um, so they're not submitting a score on that. But even then, we talk to them. We kind of say, okay, well, this is where I'm going to look for your squat to be. And um, we're holding them to a standard for themselves. Um, I like that, and I think the members like it. It does get a little bit stressful for people that are more com competitive mindset or a little more competitive about their scores. But even then, I think it's pretty fun. Yeah. I think it's been pretty low-key. Yeah. I don't mind judging. I know it does stress out some people. Um, I love having someone count for me. It's like it just oh, nice it just not to worry about up, that. Yeah, yeah you don't have RAM. to. Uh. You, you can just let your brain go. Yeah. Yeah. 
That like is nice. 50 burpees, go. You don't even have to count. I can't remember what the one was. I felt bad for you because you had to judge it so many times, and it was like, I think it was like over 20 minutes. Uh-huh. I think that was the one with the walking lunges. Oh, that one was. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah, that one was boring. The- <laughs> that one boring was- to judge. Over Some of them are again. boring yeah. when they're long. It's the same movement, kind of yeah. alternating between two back and forth. Yeah. Um, but at least it changes every week, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you know, ne- you never know what Dave Castro is going to throw at you. That's the, yeah. that's right. That's the fun part of Thursday nights. I like how in the judging course, it's like the purpose of the judge is just to count reps and check form, and not to like cheer the person on. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the only time I like yell at people. Come on, up. yeah. <laughs> Get back on there. Um. So I wonder since the open. So this year, people can qualify for the games straight from the open. So do you think the programming is going to be different? Because normally it's like you have the kind of lighter weight, really engine-y open, yep. yeah. the heavier, high-skill regionals, and then the games is sort of everything. Do you think this year it's going to be some of these open workouts are going to be a little less accessible to the average CrossFitter? That's a great question. Um, and I don't think so. I mean, so. guessing yeah. what Dave Castro's been trying to do move that way. Like, it seemed like the last was it the last time or the one before they've been doing the video where it's like, okay, here's a normal person also doing the open. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, like the they've scaled, been trying to scaled versus RX. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, they've been. It, it seems like they've been trying to make it a little more inclusive. I guess at least with the scaled side. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to be less focused on that now. Yeah, and and to what Kevin's saying, um, most of the the open workouts are compared to regional workouts are lower skill, less weight. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting, and I haven't done this, it would be interesting to look at who the top 20 in the world were and how that shook out compared to regionals. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking it'll be similar. I don't yeah, know. What do I you mean, think? It, it was. It seemed like it was all the top names last year. So. Yeah. Do you think it'll be about the same? I would imagine, yeah. I think so. That's going to be a mess for them to sort out with... Because if you win any of the 15 sanctional events, you get to go. Everybody in the top 20 worldwide gets to go. Everybody in the top of their country of citizenship gets to go. But you have to do the workouts RX. There was some yeah, little Yeah, you have to do all caveat. five yeah. RX. Yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of kind of backfilling there. And it's gonna. I think it's going to be more of a range of athletes. I almost think it's harder... It's going to be harder for the people in the pool of the top athletes to get in and easier for the person from, I don't know. Like a random. A super random country. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, too, with that RX requirement, if there won't be, let's just say, a muscle-up workout that starts with something else. Like, there's the workout's going to start with muscle-ups. Oh, yeah. So everybody who goes has to have muscle-ups. Yeah, that's another thing, back to what we were talking about earlier, where it's like, say say a workout starts with 10 snatches and then a muscle-up, and people who are doing everything, since they don't want to go scale, they're like, all right, well, I'm just going to do, I can't, I don't have muscle-ups, so I'm just going to do the 10 reps and put that in just so that I have a score. It's like, okay, that seems super pointless. Yeah. They're like, well, I'm going to be ahead of all these other people. Yeah. And I'm like, who? Name one. Like, <laughs> you don't even know who Does it matter? Yeah. Right. right. I... That year, in fact, the workout you're talking about, I think, um, I chose to do the scaled version, Mm -hmm. and I was on the floor for five minutes afterwards. Oh, yeah. Those scaled workouts are good workouts. Yeah, you you get a taste of what the high-level competitors are doing because the weights and everything are 
scaled, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, makes us more uh, breathy and it requires your engine. Whereas if you just did the 10 snatches, you get nothing out of it. Yeah. The um, one that was snatches yeah. and chest to bar, I remember if most people, if you did it RX and you were kind of there, you made it through like the first two or three rounds of it, I think. And then if you did it scaled, it kept going. It was a much right. longer workout. Mm-hmm. And I judged a couple of people do that one. And I judged someone that finished it and it looked horrible, way and, worse than mm. the RX version. And then there was one I'm thinking of that had squat cleans in it. It was like double unders and squat cleans. In total bar, yeah. Uh, and th- if a person chose the scaled weights and could finish it within the time cap, that was a horrible workout. Yeah, because that one had, too just kept going. Yeah. yeah. It, otherwise, I know I, I stopped in, the I think, the second round. Mm. Um, to even get to the third round, you were in the top you know, yeah. 10% of CrossFit athletes. Um, so. I was planning on doing all the scaled ones. Now you guys are scaring me. Just engine. <laughs> that actually would be a good test for you yeah. with your um, wanting to get into the intensity. If you say, I'm going to do the workout scaled, um, and, you know, given your en- injury, maybe you still might have to modify a movement or two. Sure. But uh, to get that intensity out of it with movements that are safe for you, I think that's a great, great yeah, way yeah. to look at it. And that's kind of... I've heard the phrase before, people hiding behind a certain weight. So say there's an RX and an RX plus weight in the workout. They can do the heavier weight, but it's going to add 10 minutes to their time. So it's like the kind of pain cave part of it with the intensity gets lost because Mm -hmm. they spend so much time standing there looking at the bar. But, I mean, they still get to check the button. But, again, the training's not as good. And although you did that, I mean, you kind of... You kind of hid from the workout a little bit. But it is an interesting concept that you can have just as good a workout with the scaled one as the RX. I mean, it's, or it's, better. It's, it's, right. Or better. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, sounds like what we're saying. It's, it's definitely can be different, but um, it's still a good workout. Yeah. And, and I hope I've seen it, and I hope that uh, across the board, a lot of coaches and affiliate owners um, lead from the front that way, that they're not going to try to hide behind weights or whatever and expect their athletes to do these workouts appropriately scaled if necessary you know that's that's what i do and it's i i would love to see more coaches and um affiliate owners do that as well got to lead from the front fine i'll do it scaled <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to sadly th- hint <laughs> i don't think you're probably going to need to do any scaled oh thank you yeah uh, you're well, welcome. we'll see i don't know <laughs> so we'll what's see. i think we have a lot of new members since the last open what's the right mentality for them going to the open that someone that's been doing CrossFit less than a year? That's a great question. So the first thing I would say is to talk to one of your coaches, talk to myself, Scott, Kevin, Anna, um, talk to one of us about whether or not it's a good idea for you to sign up for the open. And for me, what I'm going to be thinking about is can you complete these workouts um, to standard? Like, is this a person that can squat below parallel? If we have athletes that squatting below parallel is not happening, you know, maybe I'm not going to encourage them to sign up for the open. They're still going to do the workouts. They're still going to participate, be part of our community, but they're not necessarily going to sign up and pay that $10. Yeah. So I would say talk to a coach and figure out, first of all, should I sign up or shouldn't I sign up? Um, if you're not going to sign up, um, that doesn't mean anything. You're still going to be participating in these workouts and part of our community coming in, hopefully Thursday nights and Friday nights, um, doing the workouts, but as coaches, we can kind of help you. Um, we can say, okay, here's the depth of squat we want to see from you. 
this is what we're going to require. And I know you can't squat below parallel, so this is what is your standard for you. So we can keep you moving safely. That's that's one thing I would say. What about you, Kev? Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it. Yeah, if someone if someone is capable of completing kind of the scaled movements to standard, I would absolutely say yeah. Yeah, sign And up. also, I yeah. mean, from an entertainment perspective, if you enjoy watching CrossFit, there's so much more cool stuff to see this year with all the sanctional events and everything and with the games. So when you're watching it and you can sort of relate to knowing doing all these movements exactly to the standard and having a judge and being in that competition mindset, like you can really relate to the athlete. So just from being a fan of the sport, I I really like it. it it's the one, well, let's call it a week or a day when everybody in CrossFit, hopefully is feeling the same way because right. we're all, whether it's scaled, whether it's RX, we're all hopefully doing a workout that leaves us feeling the same way. We're all suffering together. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's the fun part about it too. And I mean, the communities online or if you have friends who do CrossFit on the other side of the country, it's like you, you all get that same experience and you can all talk about it. Yeah. And the memes are good. The memes are real good. So. <laughs> <laughs> like when the dumbbells first came out, there were a lot of dumbbell memes. Yeah. That yeah. Went around. good. <clears throat> Or in the whole, like, game of predicting, you know, Casher's going to put out some random picture of something, and everyone loves to, ooh, I think it might be it's this. It's a fire hydrant. What yeah. does it mean? Right, right. <laughs> well, that one was double unders, which kind of makes sense, because it's like the shape, you know? Yeah. It's a guy with his hands out. Maybe. I feel like, I would feel like it's like a Rorschach. retroactively yes. come up with anything afterward where you're like, Probably. oh, I could tie that into a fire hydrant. Yeah. yeah. But overall, the best thing about the Open is that there's no running. Well... Knock on wood there, Kevin. <laughs> I, I mean, because we thought there wouldn't be handstand walks. Yeah. And given the fact that you could potentially map out a certain number of feet, it would have to be within camera angle because you'd yeah. have to be able to record. I mean, that's the saving grace is how do you run a distance in front of a camera? Right. Everyone needs a GoPro or something. Yeah. yeah. 50K. Or a drone. Just kidding. Just kidding. 50K. <laughs> we should talk about that. One of these episodes, <clears throat> talk about your 50K. Yeah, that, that would be fun. I, not, a, uh, not an easy day, rained all day, but, you know, that mental toughness I've gotten from CrossFit pulled me through. Um, back to the open, though. Um, for new people, one is whether to sign up or not. Yeah. We're just going to take it for granted that if you go with, to this gym, you're going to be doing the workouts with us. Um, so, so clarify that you yeah. they'll be working out but what's the difference between being signed up or not so people oh, know thank you for pulling that out um so people can go online and sign up officially on the crossfit website i believe it's 10 bucks maybe it's 20 bucks i think it might be 20 20 um i don't remember the exact price but you go and and by signing up there you're officially going to enter your scores um our official judges here at the gym are going to be watching you holding you to those movement standards so that when say your score is you know 89 reps and you put that in there officially, you know that you, um, all the other people were putting their scores and they were all held to the same standard and you can see where you kind of fall in the um, higher, you know, in the list. Of yeah, you can see where are the world, the state, <coughs> age groups, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I always like to find the guy who's like right next to me after yeah. all five workouts. Yeah, right, that. yeah. This is my fitness brother. <laughs> <laughs> and in age categories too makes it cool. Like for me with being 43, you know, you're in a... Yeah age group with people that are 40 to 44 yeah so you know you can look at where your score falls not compared to the 20 year olds yeah if you want to um 
So that's what it means if people sign up. But if people don't sign up, they're just going to be entering their score in Wattify and doing it as they normally would, but not paying that money online. So mm -hmm. you can do it either way. And um, signing up online is fun. Um, but again, it just comes down to those basic movement standards, just making sure that those are movement standards that you can safely hit as to whether I would recommend you sign up for it or not. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a fun part for the new people, for the people who've been around a little bit, who hopefully aren't in that competition mindset all the time. Um, it's also a fun time to just sort of see what you can get out of yourself, kind of get that extra few percent. So dial in the nutrition a little bit, dial in the recovery a little bit, um, kind of make better choices throughout that time. Use that as kind of a positive motivator. Like I want to feel great every Friday. Yeah. It can help you clean up the rest of your lifestyle a little bit, at least I, for me. I, I like yeah. that. That's, it's a nice focus to kind of try to be your best self mm -hmm. for that, for that five weeks. And the other part of that, those of us who have done it a while, um, things that we kind of talk about are how to make sure that we're having fun while we're doing it. If it's so much pressure and so much competition, it can take away from the fun. Yeah. So for me to keep the focus on having fun, I only ever do the workouts once. doesn't matter if I think I did great or I did poorly, whatever. I'm going to do the workouts once. That works for me to kind of take the pressure off and just have fun while I'm doing them and not care about my score. Um, yeah, I think repeating workouts gets to be, can be problematic. Yeah. Take away from the fun a little bit, at least for me personally. Yeah. Have you repeated a workout? I have, like that, um, the one, I can't remember which number it was, but um, when you get in the second half of it, there was muscle ups. So they were toes to bar, and then they become muscle ups with, with lunges and yeah, dumbbell lunges. cleans, I think. Yep, yep. And just that one day, I don't know, I feel like anyone who's, who has muscle ups every now and then has a bad day with them. Yeah. And yeah. that day, it was just terrible. So I I came in on a Sunday, redid it, and just smashed my other score. So I felt good about that. So that was... Worth it. Worth yeah, it. yeah. It was, I, Hashtag worth it. Yeah. It was more like I, I just felt like, man, you you are capable of much better. I don't know what happened. I can't remember what yeah. what the scenario was that week. But I think there might have been a hand smashed on the wall that, that day out of frustration. Not Kevin. There's a couple of movements that you can that you sort of just don't know what's going to be like like double unders i always feel like is that way too where you can have a really good double under day or a really bad double under day and yeah um, true true so actually brian you've done crossfit longer than, than kevin or everyone I, in this room than everyone in this room <laughs> and you've kind of been on a road with it yeah so more going engaged into, less engaged going into the open this year what do you think are the things that are going to help you you know keep it fresh and yeah, enjoyable. I don't know. I guess I'm like Molly and then I sort of have a love hate with the open as well because that was where I like really injured myself. Um, and so it's this weird balance of like, okay, well, the goal is to push yourself. But when I really push myself, that was when I screwed myself up. So it's like I've always got that in the back of my mind that I want to kind of go for it but not go crazy. So it's it's this weird like where do I want to put that dial? Um, but I think just by the fact of like for me going at it with the scaled ones where I kind of know I should be able to do them. The, I know the weight's not going to get crazy. I can push myself in my cardio without worrying about like totally crushing my body from the weight. Um, so I, I think one for me is looking at the scale. Then the other is just like, again, over time, it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, I cared so much about this one specific score then, but in, over time, it doesn't really matter, right? It's kind of like, was I getting a good workout? Am I having fun? 
Like that's kind of what matters less so than like what the actual number is and where I place and all that. And, and so I think for me, it's just going to be like, I'm going to go at it. I'm going to have fun. Just try to enjoy the experience. Um, do the scale, try to push myself. Um, but not worry so much about like the placements or numbers or any of that kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. Can't wait to see that. See a little intensity. Yeah. Yeah. And we have two opens this year, which is two I'm excited. Opens. Yeah. I remember the first time I talked to you about that, you were just like, no. Uh, well, it'll be different. Um, this open starting February 21st will be, I believe it'll be the last open in February. We yeah. won't have any more in February. Yeah. The new format will be, it'll always kick off the season, which will be October. So the games in August or September, then the open in October. Um, this year, it's sort of in the middle of the sanctional season, but that will also be cool to a month after the games, kind of see people either defend their spots or the people who maybe didn't make the game see if they can bounce back. I think that'll be a cool. Yeah, because they might yeah. be a little fresher, not so broken down. Yeah, yeah. But we're doing this twice this year, so ho- yeah. hopefully yeah. February is fun. I think you know what I think it'll be fun. Um, here at Thunderbolt, we have this nice big new space to do it in this is this will be the first time doing it at um 122a it's gonna be awesome. um so yeah, that's cool gonna be spectator. awesome i guess we had the spectator area at the other one but it was much much smaller and it was <laughs> kind of hard to get up there past the we just didn't have as much room yeah yeah um but this year we should have plenty of room and uh i think as long as we all you know have that mindset of enjoying ourselves and enjoying the community yeah um it's gonna be fun which i expect that we will yeah the thursday night throwdowns are always fun the best that's like a unless good you're in them I unless you're add. in them yeah <laughs> how do you like being in the thursday night throwdowns? i hate it i hate it <laughs> so much it's it's kind of a love-hate relationship the intensity is so high because everybody's yeah. so excited and like ready to like cheer and yes. scream your name and yeah. tell you to get back on the barbell and um, there is the intensity level is like 150 on a yeah. scale of one to 100 that night. Yeah, for me it's that like I I like to know what my workout's going to be kind of like all day. Yeah, it's like a sort of I, I know what I'm going to do and it probably doesn't affect anything very much but i hate standing there and being like okay they're gonna announce something and in five minutes i'm gonna do it i I agree that it's nice to be a little prepared though i have kind of gone a different direction with crossfit workouts in general i used to always like look ahead and plan about how i was gonna do it and now i just sign up and i don't ever look at it because i just show up and whatever oh day to day you don't yeah day to day i never look anymore yeah and that's been better for me because i also think otherwise I'm a little more likely to cherry pick and be like, ah, that one looks terrible. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Whereas if I just sign up and show up, I know I'll be able to do it and I'm already here. And I don't know. Now I don't plan ahead at all for workouts. I just like, I'm going to sign up Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and whatever it is, I'm going to be doing it. So. Yeah. Um, like but it's different with the open because it's like you're sort of, I don't want to say it's a performance, but it's it feels a little bit that way. Like On everyone's Thursday watching me. Yeah, that's sure. what I mean. The throwdowns. Yeah. If you're the throwdown person, I love when other people are throwing. I do down. too. Yeah. But then you like you're like I'm gonna have to do this thing in front of everyone, and it's probably gonna be some terrible move. You wanna be you don't have a lot of time to mentally prepare. I think. Yeah. For me, that's that can be a good thing because there's less time to dread the workout. That's true. Like let's say it's that old. I'm gonna get the numbers wrong, but the one that was thrusters and burpees 21 yeah uh, i had to do that one against andrea yeah <laughs> that was a terrible <laughs> super that was that was a, yeah. that's the kind of one which i did i didn't mind too much because it was kind of long and grindy but if i sit and think about it i'm gonna dread it all day yeah yeah so. that's the other f- funny 
thing with the whole is like you know you're you're throwing down against someone and then you know it ends up being a workout that's like in their wheelhouse and like oh, terrible yeah. for you you know that's the word it could not have been <laughs> worse could, like been. right when they announced it yeah. i was just like well i'm gonna be working for like five minutes after she's done yeah <laughs> Yeah, just turn around and don't cheer for me, people. Yeah. Right? Or, I, or I, like I had the reverse for the one I did where it was like me and Will and Chris. And then I think I was the only one that had decent double unders. At that time. Yeah. At yep. that time. That's that the thing. Whatever people don't want, that's what they get when they're throwing around. <laughs> it's like Dave, Dave Castro has like a, yeah, he a mirror into your mind. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he's focused on Thunderbolt. That's actually a good throwback thought, that, that night that you, Chris, and Will threw yeah, down. And I think ago. we hadn't even put the hole through the wall. Yeah. At that time, that we were just small, in the one in the shoebox in the shoebox yeah. space. That was fun. Yeah, that's a, that's a good throwback moment. Well, and I think uh, it was one of the throwdowns. Was the first time we met Shane and Andy too. Yep, that's right. Yeah, like I think they showed up for one. Was yeah. it? Yeah, that was wasn't that one? I think it was the year after. Oh, was what you're talking about? Maybe. Okay. I, don't know. I think anyway. they showed at the one that you were. Yeah. They yeah. Did. Yeah, that's also a good throwback moment. Yeah, yeah, not the, really. The history, <laughs> 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 except for the fact that it took you five minutes longer. Right. But, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> How much do you think that if you redid that workout, you would beat your old self by? Uh, by a lot, for sure. That's what I was. You've yeah. kind of grown your engine since then. Yeah. Had a couple kids. Yeah, a couple kids. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I've been training better. I mean, I'll going i keep coming back to this but the training versus competing every day my first like six months to year of crossfit it was totally that like the goal is to just get the best score possible like yeah that's and i thought that was the way to get fitter and i mean you'll get a little better that way but um kind of learning more about training with more intention i've i've made a lot of progress since i kind of switched my mindset that's awesome so yeah that's probably a good thing that you're able to impart to the athletes too yeah i try to as you're getting them warmed up for workouts to think about intention. And i that's one thing I've been super focused on, too, is for people to think about what their intention is for the workout. Because uh, moving with intention is so different than just, you know, going bananas for no reason. Yeah. And, I mean, my, my goal is to just improve. I mean, for some people, their goal is to just come in and go as ham as they can every day. And that's what they want. And so, okay, if, if that's your goal like cool doesn't yeah. have to be yeah, mine. yeah. So. that can be i mean and that can be an intention too if somebody has a super stressful lifestyle um people that just want to come in and work out and not think about it too much i mean they may not their goal may not be to improve so much maybe yeah. just to like shut their minds off and like a stress reliever almost yeah. yeah yeah and there's nothing wrong with that intention i think people are, i think the gym is kind of split between people who come in because they just want to suffer and people who come in and they're kind of after that skill acquisition thing. Yeah. So I'm much more in the skill acquisition side where I want to do things today that I was unable to do a year yeah. ago. Some people come in and they just want to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I've That's asked a couple true. of people this question, like kind of what side do you fall in? And I've gotten yeah, a good yeah. mix of both. It's, it's very interesting. I have a good friend um, from college that does CrossFit and it was very interesting to me. She said um, something about how she has, she doesn't have double unders and she doesn't care about getting them. Mm. Like it's just, she just wants to come in and get a good workout. She doesn't care about acquiring that skill. Right. And um, it, it's interesting. There are people out there, um, a lot of people that probably just don't, um, the skills are not foremost in what they're thinking about. Right. Yeah. Just getting a good workout in. So, yeah, I th I, for me, I felt like when I was newer to CrossFit, it was 
it was very much about getting that next skill. So it's like, okay. Yeah, you want to check all the boxes. Yeah, I want to get the double. And I remember I would read stuff online, like what's the tips for double unders and what's the tips for getting a muscle up. And then like, I guess I still don't do, there's a couple I'd still undo handstand walks and stuff. But then you kind of get most of them. And you're like, okay, I can kind of do all the parlor tricks of CrossFit now. You know, and then uh, for me, it's more about just like getting in good shape and keep my engine, keep some muscles, you know, and, and it's less about uh, the skill acquisition side. Um, though, I mean, you could take that skill acquisition thing very far. I mean, you could get to the point like, cause I, I'm like in the barely okay doing muscle ups. Now I can take that much further to get them efficient and being able to cycle a lot or butterfly pull-ups I don't really do. Um, so it is interesting that no matter how long you've been doing it, you can, you could still go along that skill acquisition road and make things more efficient and better. And absolutely. Yeah. You know. And tuning the high skill movements like the, yeah. the Oli stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. That's one Definitely of you could do forever things. with those too. Yep. There's probably not much of a cap to getting better on ollie lifting. I mean, that could go on forever. Yeah. And oh, that's yeah. usually with the new people, that's something I stress. It's like we go over the basics of the movements, but at no time is this something that you um, say, okay, I've learned it all, I'm done. Got it. It's a lifelong, yeah. lifelong learning process. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like with some of the Ollie stuff, at least for me, because I, I have pretty terrible flexibility, like you start to hit flexibility walls. And I know you can like kind of start working on mobility and like, you know, and I do, but it's like if you're, if it's just like pretty terrible mobility, at some point you're like, you're at very much a wall and you can maybe like 5% a year tweak well, for, it or. For every athlete, there's risk versus reward. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's where you as an athlete are getting to know yourself. Yeah. Um, since your injury, we know you have, um, some things going on with your back. And so that changes your risk versus reward sure. on some of those things. Um, <clears throat> not every athlete has the same risk to reward ratio on different, on yeah. different movements. Um, I, that, that makes me think of, by the way, the new CrossFit videos that they've been putting out about movement standards that have uh, some of the older people demoing. Kevin has a smile on his face, so I'd love to get his well, thoughts on this. <laughs> I know the video you saw. where the, it's There's more the, than one. There's the old, several. I saw the old guy doing the burpee. There's also an older lady squatting into a chair. Right. And it's like, yeah, if we have a an old athlete, that's what we're going to have him do. But it's like that kind of stuff. It's like this is why people make fun of CrossFit. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like that old man doing the burpee. I didn't see Do it. we really need a visual of that? Like we can kind of like. I know what that's going to be so like. So here's where I'm It's just like a really slow step down, step up burpee. Uh, but it's almost like. They're like, no, let's let's do that again, Tony. But this time, look more decrepit. Okay, got it. <laughs> I, I know you're not alone in your feeling on that, but I'm going to take the opposite side because you're I take the nicer approach. I'm not sure. the nicer approach, but the, the approach of um, thinking CrossFit's for everybody. So those videos that they usually put up, never at any time have they had someone other than like an elite athlete demoing the movements. That's true. Um, and so. If we're saying CrossFit is yeah. for everyone, which is what I truly believe, um, I like seeing the older athletes. And if an older athlete comes in here and we're talking about how important squatting is, you know, show that video of an older lady who's squatting in and out of a chair. That's what a squat is. And right. a burpee, getting up off the floor. So if, if you ever fall, you know, having that skill of getting back up, that's, that's actually really important for independent living. Yeah. Um, so... Not even just being super nice about it, mm. but uh, just taking <laughs> taking the other side that I think we have plenty of videos that show the super flashy elite athletes doing the movements. Yeah. yeah. So let's have some other. Let, let's. 
put some real people. Ninety nine percent of people aren't the super flashy athletes, no. so it's like I feel like sometimes like the hardcore CrossFit, elite fitness, you know, let's lift a million pounds, like scares away a lot of normal people from even trying it. Or they they may not think, well, it's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. But really, it's for everybody. Getting up off the floor is for everybody. Squatting is for everybody. Yeah. I, I mean, definitely a big part of the population is kind of the more intense breed. I do worry a little bit that they're going to swing too far. And then it's, I mean, I, I would say, what, half of our athletes come in here and like they're pretty intense about it and they want to suffer more than other people can and really go after it. I just worry if, if things get too soft, we're going to lose some people. Like CrossFit yeah. as a whole, not us. Yeah, particularly. yeah, yeah. It I is mean, a weird... Uh, line to cross to, to to tread i guess like it's like how in how much do you stay on the like we're hardcore intense versus the we're for everybody we're soft yeah. and fluffy because like, when i started i was like man these people are really badass yeah and you're right there's certain people that 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 like hardcore side that's why they're in crossfit and that's yeah. what appeals to them and then there's this other side that's just like i don't know i want to get in shape and it's a difficulty that i think most affiliates are, are having is you've got the competitive athletes and you've got the everyday people that just want to get healthy um, and don't care about the competitive side at all. Yeah. And thinking about both sides is a good place to be in. Yeah, makes sense. Do you guys have any final thoughts about the Open? I think we've pretty much covered the Open. Yeah, I think so too. It's coming up. It's going to be fun. Can't wait. Six weeks, I think. Six weeks. About six weeks. All right. What do we got next, Brian? I think next... We will most likely be talking about ultra marathons, maybe the Arctic Frog, maybe talking about some of the marathons that people have run uh, this last year. Yeah, we had some first-time marathoners, quite a few. And I want to hear about your 50K. Woohoo! Because that's, that's like as long as 10 5Ks. It was, yeah, it was six five-mile loops in the rain the entire time. Jeez. Yeah. About 35 to 37 degrees, raining. I've been thinking about that lately when I'm in a workout and I want to be done. I'm like, well, Molly ran 30 for like miles. Seven hours in icy rain. Yeah. I they spectated for 20 minutes and that was tough. <laughs> it actually yeah. ended up being, well, we won't get too much into it, but it ended up being 32 miles because this particular course you had to run 400 meters to use the bathroom and 400 meters back. Jeez, we'll, that's that, we'll save that for we'll next save week. That. Yeah. We'll get to it. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. This has been another episode of the Thunderbolt Strength Podcast. Until next time, stay strong. Stay strong. Wow.